I'm Rob. And I'm Robin. Thanks for listening to Marriage Marriage and and Us. Each week, we will talk about real-life topics that couples experience in everyday married life. So, let's get to today's episode. Hey, everybody. Hi, you guys. Welcome back. I hope you've missed us. We've missed missed you. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) Uh, Went down to uh, Myrtle Beach last weekend, kind of the last summer getaway with Maddie and Jared, and spent some time with your dad. Yeah, it was great. Really, really nice. Myrtle Beach is great right after Labor Day. The beach was... Well, don't tell everybody. They'll I know, right? <laughs> no, the, the beaches were quiet for the most part. And uh, yeah, everywhere we went, you know, it was just it was a, just this laid back, wonderful yeah. uh, atmosphere that you, you just enjoyed just kind of slow rolling the day. And yeah. yeah, it just was really sweet and simple. A lot of fun with my dad. Yeah. And uh, it was great to spend that whole weekend with Maddie and Jared. Hadn't got to do that. And a little while with the work and everything's been going on, so yeah, it was it was nice. Really had a good time. Yeah. Which, since we're talking about that, yeah, I think that's kind of maybe where you came up with a little bit of the thought for today's episode. Yes, I thought we could talk about work, play, and rest in marriage and what that looks like. Absolutely. You know, I think it's it's interesting as we started talking about this, understanding the. The three, I think one of the main things that hit me right away was I think we have a tendency to want to, I think we can't do one and then we're thinking about the other. You know, again, that whole that whole thing of understanding that when you're working, you're working. And when you're resting, you're resting. When you're playing, you're playing. That sounds super simple, but it's really, it's really not. Right. Is it? It takes some intention. I don't think most people naturally know how to live in the moment of each of these three areas wholly, like just totally committed to, like if I'm resting, I am just going to rest. And when I'm working, I'm going to just focus on working. If anything, I think work life is what feels like bleeds over into making us not rest as much as we should or not not play, you know, like we should. If you're resting, though, uh, I was reading an article a lot of times. If you're resting, you're thinking about work. Right. That's what I mean. Yeah, or it's if you're hard working, to shut it off. If you're working, you're thinking about, <laughs> I wish I could be playing. I wish I could be resting. Oh, and it's true. Yeah. I mean, when we went back to work last week, you know, especially those first couple of days, I thought, oh, I wish I was sitting on the beach right now. You know, I don't feel like sitting here and working. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's so true. Uh, but there, there's so much value when you can focus all your energy on on that on one area at a time yeah. and and learn how to almost give yourself boundaries yeah you know as far as uh, a, a commitment of that balance of all three Ab- absolutely i mean i i was on there as well too i remember jared saying i think what i can't remember if it's that, that saturday said he said i i'm intentionally not looking at my phone my work phone right because if i do and I get pulled into that, I'm going to get pulled out of the moment. I had to go take a phone call. I know I think it was on Saturday or whatever, talk to a client about something that was going to be happening the next week or whatever. And it was like, oh, and and then ends up, realistically, it could have waited till Monday. And then the whole thing that I I pulled myself out of didn't even happen that week. Wow. So I I think that's 
like you said, I, I love the way you said that. You you have to learn to live in the moment. But I think because we're so geared that providing, you know, working and all that stuff. So, I mean, think about when you go to vacation. You come back from vacation, you say, I've got to go to work, <laughs> you know, but I need a vacation from my vacation. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, yeah, yeah, playing catch up sometimes is a little tough when you come back in after you've been gone for some days, especially if you're someone who, you know, communicates a lot through email or, you know, you, you go get to work and it's like, I've got 100 emails and, you know, 25 phone call voicemails and I've got to work through all of this. But, you know, the value that comes from being able to step away from work life and be totally present with your spouse or your family if you're right. on family vacation, it's so important. It is just so. But it's important. hard to cut that. It's hard to make. I think. I think I just heard you say that word, or I just read it one of the two. But that transition is really what we're, you know, we're trying to talk about. Understanding that when you're at work, yeah, you know, I'm not saying you're dull. I mean, you have to enjoy work. You have to have laughter, and you have to still have those things. But it's like when you go on a vacation, it a lot of times can take you a couple of days. You know, the old saying, just to unplug, sure, and get your brain to rewire. And enjoy, you know, what you're actually doing, what you're there for is to rest. Because if not, I think, because we're talking about marriage in this situation, I think what it does, it helps rewire your brain and it reminds you why you work hard and why you do the things you do. So, you know, and I've said this before, if somebody gave me, you know, money, first of all, you know, we both believe that money does not make me happy. Mm-hmm. The only thing money would allow me to do more money is to spend more time with you and do things I'm passionate about. Right. So with that in mind, when I'm with you or I'm with Maddie or Jared or whatever the case may be, I've got I've got to be present. Like I heard you said, you know, just a second ago, I got to be present in the moment with you mm-hmm. because that's just important as my nine to five job. Oh, absolutely. And I think that if you're out out there and you're listening to this and you're someone who has a hard time doing that, has a tar- hard time letting go of work, I want to challenge you challenge you on that. You know, if 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 you feel like if you just step away, your job's going to fall apart or your mm-hmm. office is going to fall apart or, you know, whatever, fill in the blank right there, I really want to challenge you to rethink that because that's not, that's, I just, for me, I feel right. like that's not the healthiest way to live your life. Well, well, let me ask you, speaking of that, since you brought that up, it just hit me when you were saying that, and you, you mentioned this right before we went on air. I think a lot of times we understand that our household chores are part of our work as well, too. But unplugging from that yes, and not feeling the pressure, like because when you said that, that really triggered, because you've said this before, if I don't do this, it's not going to get done. Mm-hmm. And 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 I get uh, whether it's your household chores or whether it's as your job. I understand that if you're good at your job and you're good at what you do, that's wonderful. But the pressure to place right. that on you to say if if I if I don't do this, it's not going to get done. That's that's a lot to live up to, and it it can steal away from those moments of play. And those moments of rest that you need, because if not, just the fact of the matter, this is not something, you know, again, we're not brain people here, (laughs) but it is that you're going to burn yourself out. Right, right. And I think that uh, 
That is so true. I can definitely relate to that, you know, growing up in a way where perfectionism was uh, mirrored before me and, you know, get the job done, work hard, don't be lazy, um, and then how that related to even household chores and those kind of things. You know, you don't let dirty dishes sit in the sink. Right. Don't let a load of laundry pile up. Uh, if the house is dusty, you better dust it or right. vacuum, you know, or whatever. And definitely having a hard time for myself personally, being able to rest or even to connect with you sometimes in the evenings um, and when our daughter was at home here with us and younger because I just felt this pressure. And I know I definitely, I may have not always said that verbally, but but the tape that would run in my head, in mm. my mind, would be one of, you know, if you don't get this done, it's not going to get done. Right. And a good which is a not, good wife which does is not this. You know, the good wife does these things, right. you know, that type of thing, and which is really unhealthy. And it's not not good at all. I am very thankful that I have been able to and it's something that I, I still work on, but something that I have worked on and I continue to pay attention to that I don't slide into that routine again to enjoy resting. I mean, who am I trying to impress? If this dirty dishes are in the sink and they are still in the sink tomorrow morning, I'm not a bad person. Right. And I know for some people, maybe you're like, gosh, why would you even think that? But there are some people out there listening right now sure. that say, oh, I can relate to that totally, you know, that that I, I need to get these things done, but not not at the expense yeah, that's what of I'm... time spent or inviting you, which, you know, that's something that we that's talk about. Yeah, inviting say. you into the moment so I can rest. Right. That's what I was going to say. I mean, if you're if you're out there and you, you know, you have four kids or whatever. I mean, that's a lot of dishes. So I, I think understanding your environment is right. what I hear you saying as well, too, that balance where, you know, if when dinner is done, if everybody in the family is cleaning the dishes or cleaning up, then it's done versus, because, you know, again, because I know you're not saying this, it's important, again, that balance of understanding this has to be done versus it's okay to say there are moments where I can push that to the side because the other rest and play. And when we say those words, you know, rest and play, I know that's a broad stroke or whatever, but, you know, we're talking, for example, rest can involve uh, reading a book, you know, uh, working on the computer. It could be listening to music, uh, whatever the case may be. You know, sleeping is obviously rest. Yeah. And then play, you know, that can be exercise, playing sports. That could be uh, talking to somebody on the phone. Sure. Gardening. The case, gardening. I, you know, I consider when I'm out in the yard, exactly. that's fun. You know, right. we're playing, uh, go out on a hike. Uh, yeah, there's just so many, I meaning going out to eat dinner, going to the movies, right. going right. to some kind of fun event, just, you know, kind of getting out and getting away and doing something uh, that kind of breaks the routine up and feels enjoyable, yeah. you know, something creative, something fun. Because again, if not, you're going to burn, burn yourself out. We, for, you know, for example, play dates, date nights, you know, we mentioned that about ourselves. We've talked about that understanding that, you know, as a couple, how important that that is, that yes. date nights are a priority. We were talking to a group of uh, people a Friday night that we had at our house and just saying, Hey, studies show once a month, even setting aside time, putting that on the schedule, what it does for the longevity of your marriage, 
understanding that you've got to have play times. You know, just, right. just I mean, I think about when you were a kid. I mean, I don't know if you did. I can't remember if you told me you did this in school or not. But I mean, I can re- I can still remember in kindergarten. Wow, bringing your mat, and you got nap time. Oh yes, I do and, remember that. Uh, you know, some did, but you, we had a mat. Brought my, my little blue blue on one side and a red on the other. I can still remember. And you laid down, take a nap. Oh yeah, we loved it. Absolutely, it was, great. It was yeah. rest time. But then we had play time. Right. Went out in the yard and ran around. You know, whatever whatever games you played. Sure. Then you had work, which was school. But it, but it was that balance mm-hmm. of, of those that, three of those three in that day. And so somehow we move away from that. Right. The older we get, again, because I think we feel pressure. Uh, to perform, pressure to provide. Uh, we were talking about how important it is uh, with with some of the couples Friday night that we had at our house. Understand how emotional, you know, when you feel emotionally disconnected, and that happens from when you don't carve out time to play and rest together, and individually as well too. Sure, it's not just as a couple, but you've got to carve that that time out for yourself, so you're a healthy version of yourself for your spouse. For your kids. Absolutely. I mean, it's so important. Yeah. It makes me think about couples that we have met over the years or met with that have goals. They're saving money towards buying a house or, right. you know, they're trying to really be frugal. And and when we talk about like date nights or like a, even if it's just a little mini couple day vacation, right. you know, they push back on that because it seems either impractical or something, uh, you know, that you're not managing your money well because that money could be better spent, you know, on the college fund for my kid someday or, you know, these type of things. And I just think that there is something that happens when you pour into yourselves as a couple, when you take your finances and you, uh, Trying to think of what what kind of word I could even use to say that, but you know when when you, well, you invest, invest in yourself, that's, that's the, the word, word I was. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> we both said we came to it at the invest, same time. yes. Um, you know to invest in yourselves. Um, you know you even if it's just a two days away, you right. know, just find that way to invest in yourselves. You know we've been really blessed this summer to get to take a couple of trips. And I have to say that it has helped immensely because my work life has been very intense this year. Uh, So to have those little trips have really, for my mental health, for my well-being, have been so life-giving, so restorative to Mm. my heart and my spirit and my mind than to go back into work better focused, you know, and, and that rest in return gives me some fresh creativity and you right. know rejuvenates me and yeah there you, you just have to find a way to make this happen i guess that's what i'm saying no, it's no, just, I, get it. I don't like to say have to you know but i i and, i am I, passionate yes. about it and, and i understand not saying have to you and i were talking earlier in anything that we've talked about on the podcast are things that we have observed that have worked in our own life and we tell every couple that we talk to, you've got to find your own path. These are just points that we've learned to hopefully maybe direct you. 
But you've got to experience that on your own. But there are some things, and I believe this is definitely one of them, which fall into the have-to categories. (laughs) Yeah. Because if you, understanding making that statement, I don't have enough time, is a statement you need to say, wait a minute, the problem is, I'm not making enough time right. for these other things as well, too, because... Yeah, prioritizing is what I hear you exactly. say, right? Because I hear, you know, Sally, I hear kids say, I hear wives say, and, and husbands as well, too. You know, my husband, they work so hard, you know, and the kids never see you or whatever the case. And mm-hmm. we've heard couples say that sitting on our couch. And again, for most men, it's we were it was instilled in us, provide, 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 work, work, work. But what we understand is our wife needs to feel pursued and loved and appreciated. Our kids need to know, yes, I'm working hard, but but you're you're the reason I'm working hard. So many times I think we're so busy doing that Mm -hmm. we forget the why we're doing those things. For example, you know, at the end of the year, most of the time at work, we have to go through a, a list of you know, what our goals are for the next year, and what is your why? Mm-hmm. Why do you do the things that you do? And I think that's just a healthy thing to ask yourself. Again, I got married because my why is, one, I loved you, and two, I didn't want to spend the rest of my life by myself, but I also wanted to experience life with someone. Mm-hmm. That's so good. And I think, again, if if it's just work and I'm not enjoying the, my rest time with you, the play time with you, and again— I, I mean, I can be honest. There's times that I have to make sure my play doesn't override, you know, where you know my, you know, where I work. And I, you can do that sometimes. I think when you come home, you are tired from the day, or whatever the case may be. So making, you know, I was reading that making that transition or changing gears from when I leave work. That's why it's so important we, that you do this when we get in the car. For example, you you know dump the truck, you unload the day. Let me know what's going on. So that way, when you get home, right, you're totally there in the moment. Yes. So what that looks like for me, uh, for those listening, is we we carpool a lot. We've carpooled really our whole marriage, which is, I didn't realize how rare it is, I know but it, it's very rare. Not the same car. No, not the just, same car. Different. Yeah, we've had different cars over the years, but we've only owned worked. one vehicle at a time. Our, yes. And our, our marriage. Yeah, our, our work has always been... Uh, I don't know, we've just been able to make this thing happen. You know, yeah. I don't know, like wherever Rob would work and I would work, seemed like they were always very close, yes. super close, like you could drop me off and still be like at work. Five in to ten, ten yeah. minutes at the most. You know, and so it, it's it been an amazing gift to us in a place like our car time. We just connect and pray together, talk, the whole thing. But a lot of times at the end of the day when I get in the car, you know, I'm going to quote unquote what we call dumping the truck, which looks like, me just kind of unpacking the day. Um, and Rob, you know, just kind of listens. And I, it's not even like I need for him to no, fix fact, anything. You It's just kind of, you know, kind of letting the day go. It's not every day that I do it. Now, some days are rough days. Sure. And I might start, you know, unloading with a statement like, hey, if you can just give me your opinion on this, you right. know, and then Rob will listen, Active really dial listening. in. Right. Um, but other than that, yeah, I just kind of unload the day. It feels great. And in 10 minutes, I'm like, whew, just feels so good. I'm ready to enjoy the evening. Um, and so it's a way for me to uh, kind of wash away the day right? and be more present in the evening. 
uh, I know that you were reading, speaking about being present. You had read something to me when when we were upstairs before we came down, talking about the definition of worry, which I thought was really interesting. Do you remember? Yeah, it's it's a quote from an article I was just reading from uh, mynewlife.com. Uh, it says this, the quality of time you spend in work, rest, and play is no more important than the quality of that time. Mental health requires that we change gears well, that we do only one thing at a time. I know women are great multitaskers. We totally get that. Thinking about work when you should be at rest or at play or vice versa is called worry. Leaving the here and now to be there and then, worry screws up whatever you should be doing at the time. Yeah, I think that is really, really good. I've never thought about how worry, when when you let yourself worry, you steal mm. the present moment. Oh, you know, it's like it's stolen from you because right. you're so focused on what's yet to come that you can't be in the moment. moment. And I think that that's something as a society that is so easy. Um, distractions are already there for so many of us, but that that thought of tomorrow, what am I going to do, you know, steals away like just the beauty of the moment, living in the moment. And I think that's something all of us uh, can practice and get better at, like just being in the moment. Like we were in the beach last weekend. I remember I just, you know, I stood at the shore, shut my eyes and tried to focus in on the sound of the waves crashing and the way that the, the water, you know, the the ocean was pulling in and out, the laughter of the people around me, right. you know, all of that, just trying to dial into that moment. What does it sound like? You know, like let my senses really just absorb it fully, so good. you know? And and I think that's something that would is a great exercise for all of us uh, to practice. Yeah, and I, I would say that's, that's where we want to end the podcast today. Just... You know, as you as you're listening today, we want to encourage you to take that moment, talk to your spouse, and and ha- have that discussion with them, and say, "Look, where, where where do you think we are in these three areas?" Mm. And again, understanding you've got to be open to listen, sure, because if you're having vulnerable and honest communication, it may not be everything. You know, because you a lot of times we ask questions because we already think we know the answer. <laughs> True. Which is not healthy in your marriage. But ask your spouse, where do you think we are on the work, rest, play, balance in our life? And how can we improve on that? And if you have kids, you know, if you really <laughs> you really want some honest answers, ask them and they'll tell you real quick where <laughs> where where you are in that. But you know, take that challenge and ask yourself and ask those questions to each other and see and see what healthy dialogue you get out of that. Yeah, I think that's great. Yeah, I think so too. Good advice. Thanks. Thanks for listening. Well, guys, until next time, until, we'll see you. See you. Bye. You've been listening to Marriage and Us with your hosts, Robin Robin Atkins. Stay up to date by following them on Instagram at marriageandus underscore podcast and on Twitter at marriageandus. Also, hit the follow button so you never miss an episode from your favorite couple. Thank you.